Wilson. And I'm Dave Rowe. Welcome to the Calgary Stampeder Podcast. We're not talking X's and O's here because that would be spelling. Uh, we're here to share some stories. We're talking about current players, alumni players from the past. We'll go inside the locker room, take you inside the coaches' offices, and we're going to talk about the fans. Today, that's our story. Stampeder fans, some of the best in the CFL. Hey, speaking of fans, how about super fan Connie Feketa? Her routine hasn't changed in 10 years. She's a season ticket holder. She gets together with a couple of her girlfriends every single game. She slaps on a red wig, and then she goes out and cheers on her favorite team. Actually, a couple of years ago, the Stamps even featured Connie on one of their game day tickets. I have season tickets with my girlfriend. She and I sit together, and he stays home and takes care of the kids. It's just part of the whole experience. It's like wearing your team jersey or, you know, it's this is my team colors. Being a fan as much as I am, to have my picture on a ticket, and I mean, you know, the thousands of them in the stadium, and people actually asked me to autograph them, which was really surreal. And as if all that wasn't enough, Connie and her crew have been known to show up at Stampeder practice with little containers of cookies for the players, nice and homemade, and the players know they wash out the containers after they're done eating the cookies, give them back, and more cookies will come. Chocolate chip or peanut butter? I think more. I think more of an oatmeal. Girl, an oatmeal. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a chocolate. I don't know because she never makes them for me. Oh, fair enough. Okay, we'll have to talk to Connie about that. Yes. Hey, another big fan is Janice Voss. Now on Twitter, you may know her handle as Stamps Chick. I actually feel kind of sorry for Janice because her profile now says she's a Stampeder fan and a CFL fan living in Edmonton with a, a conservative bent. Yeah, that's a couple of strikes against you right there. Coming up on the podcast, Stampeder super fan Ryan Ballantyne. You might know him as Pod. Podcaster Ryan, you might know him from the Stampeder website, CFL Horseman. He does a little writing for 3downnation.com, and he's also a reality a TV reality star. Oh, yes. He was a house guest on Big Brother 6 this past season. And by the way, he loves the tailgating. <laughs> Ryan, how you doing? Welcome to this Calgary Stampeder podcast. It's great to be on another Stampeders podcast, Chuck. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for having me. Well, let's let's tell the Ryan Ballantyne story. You've been a Stampeder fan for how long? Uh, well, I think it, it started for me 1990. I was uh, delivering the newspaper in my neighborhood, and uh, I'd get kind of bored walking around the houses as a uh, young kid, and and I started opening up the sports section, and I read all about. Wally Buono and, and leading the team to a 6-0 and start, and that kind of got me involved, and I asked Dad to take me to a game, and uh, I got to see the, the wonder of Alan Pitts, and uh, I fell in love with the game, and I've been in love with it ever since. So you were hooked uh, when, as soon as you went to your first game? Yeah, immediately. It, there was no hesitation for me. Football was uh, immediately kind of supplanted the other interests that I had at the moment, and it, it became about the CFL. Well, I think that's fantastic because, hey, you know, I, I understand that we are a hockey country and, you know, the Flames sort of steal the spotlight when the NHL season is on, but not for you. Uh, it, it was more about the Canadian Football League. It was more about the red and white. Yeah, I got my first set of season tickets in 93. Uh, it was back when the, the quarterback club uh, was a thing where uh, high school students could get a full season ticket for 50 bucks. And uh, I'd get on the train in Bonavista, and we'd, my brother and I, my younger brother, we would ride the train up to McMahon, and we would go to every single game. And, and I've had season tickets ever since, and now my son and I are sitting 
in the family section together now. You know what's interesting too, Ryan, is the fact that not only do you do a podcast with the team, you know, you write for the Three Down Nation, you're, you're the owner of CFL Horseman. Maybe you should tell us that story because CFL Horseman, I think that's an interesting one. Yeah, so CFL Horseman kind of came out of what was GoStampsGo.com back in the day, um, and now we're CFLHorseman.ca. It's the online forum where people can get together where people can get, sorry, my son's here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's what a podcast is all about. You know he, the drill. I know. He wants to go to the skate park, and I'm saying, <laughs> okay, no problem. I'm trying to wave him off, but he just won't listen. Uh, so, um, but uh, CFLHorseman.ca came out of Go Stamps Go, uh, where the forum was before. And um, it's just, it's a, it's a fan forum run by fans, owned by fans. Um, and uh, we started the podcast um, on Go Stamps Go, and we transitioned the podcast over to the new site um, in 2008. Uh, so I've been doing the podcast since uh, since John Huffnagel's been in town, and uh, I can tell you it's been pretty easy <laughs> to be a fan of the team since that happened. Um, and so, yeah, between uh, between Huff and, and the Horseman Radio podcast, it's been a, a pretty successful decade here as uh, we enter now our 11th season doing the show. Well, you, you know, you're, you're right, Ryan, because I think I became the host of the Stampeder broadcast uh, right under the, uh, the John Huffnagel era. And, you know, people don't bitch and complain, do they, when, when the team is winning? And that's all this team has, has done is win. Yes, they've had a couple of disappointments in the last couple of Grey Cup games, but this team, you know, five out of the last ten years, they've been to the Grey Cup game. So, you know, I'm sure even on your, on, on your fan base uh, website, is you don't have a lot of bitching and complaining, do you? Well, it's funny what people bitch and complain about. Um, we didn't win the Grey Cup is the biggest complaint <laughs> everybody has. And I think outside of Calgary, everyone goes, we didn't make the playoffs. But here, the playoffs are an expectation. Mm-hmm. The Grey Cup game is an expectation. So when you fall short of expectations, which is raising the trophy, that's what people complain about. And it's amazing to me when you see guys, we had it after last year's Grey Cup game on the forum. We had people saying, well, Dave Dickinson needs to go. He obviously can't win the big game. I'm like, Dave Dickinson has lost seven games as a coach, period. There is no need to get rid of Dave Dickinson. Let's just slow down. Let the emotions calm down. We'll talk about this again in February when you've relaxed. Um, but uh, So, yeah, the complaints here are of a different type um, than they are anywhere else. I think in the CFL, what Stamps fans certainly have are first-world problems uh, when it comes to what we're complaining about. What is your definition of a passionate, dedicated, diehard Calgary Stampeder fan? What I want is somebody who's going to rep the brand year-round. Don't take off your stamps cap December 1st and pick it back up in June. To me, I don't need you to know the stats. I don't need you to know the roster. I need you to bleed red and not just because that's what you do biologically. Throw the cap on in the middle of December. Throw the cap on in February. Wear the brand. Rep the brand. Be a Stamps fan year-round. That's what I really want. The passion of the fan that, you know, I'm not even a guy that says you have to go to every game. You know, you're watching every game. You're aware of every game. You know, you, you love the team. That's enough for me. You don't have to be that kind of diehard face paint guy to get a lot of Stamps fan credit from me. You just need to love the team 
um, with all your heart. Now, Ryan, your typical game day experience yourself, because I've seen you tailgating. Uh, you go all in when you go to games, don't you? Yeah, I think you have to. If you're going to put in, you know, we've got the, the, the motor home. Uh, that's one of the, the guys on the Horseman website, one of our members. He's got the big Stampeders motor home uh, with the, the barbecue on the back. And we actually bring out three or four barbecues now because we've got so much food on the go. Um, I think the tailgating experience makes Calgary unique across the league. Mm-hmm. Other teams have team-sponsored events around the stadium but it's not the same the camaraderie that you get at the stampeders tailgate is unlike anything else in the cfl it's what makes the stampeder game day experience unique i've had a lot of people say oh i've gone to a stamps game or two and it's a good time i said but have you been to the tailgate party and they say no i said well here's where we are come and find me and i encourage anybody that hasn't been to a tailgate party you can come by the horseman party and we'd be happy to take care of you um, there's just a, a camaraderie that's built there that's different from everywhere else in the league. And I think the, the team-sponsored events are nice, but they don't quite have that community mm-hmm. feeling that we get here in Calgary. What's your favorite uh, piece of red meat on the Barbie? Uh, I'm, I'm a steak guy if okay. I can get it. Um, certainly, I'm an Alberta beef, you know, nice strip loin if I can get it. Um, but uh, typically when, when I show up to the tailgate party because I'm feeding me and the family and a couple others, I'll bring hot dogs or whatever. We'll throw those on. Sure. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's nice ballpark food. You know, you get your ballpark food. But uh, around Thanksgiving, if we get a game here on Thanksgiving weekend, the boys at, uh, with the motor home and uh, Mark and all the guys out there, they do up a full turkey dinner. Um, so uh, that's, that's always a day that uh, – that you need to make sure you stop by a tailgate is when you're having a full turkey dinner. <laughs> Ryan Valentine, a special guest here on the Calgary Stampeder podcast. Okay, something that, you know, I know the diehard fans know this, and I know the people that follow a CFL horseman, they know this, but, you know, the average fan may not know this. You're also a little bit of a celebrity, and a celebrity from the Big Brother perspective. Uh, tell us how that story started. Uh, uh, you got selected to be part of the Big Brother house this year. Yeah, I was on the, this most recent season of Big Brother Canada, season six. Um, I've been chasing that dragon for a long time. I, I auditioned for every single season until uh, they finally relented and put me in the house. Um, it's, it's an amazing experience. I think if, uh, you know, I, I'd recommend it to everybody, but I know it's not for everybody. Uh, they lock you into a house, you know, and you're... you're cut off from the outside world for 80 days. In fact, uh, I wrote a piece on three down when I got out titled, wait, what happened? Um, Because so much stuff had taken place while I was gone for the stamps camp that I had no idea was going on. Um, So uh, when I got out, it was the Andrew Buckley retirement and the unfortunate situation was Roy Finch and retirements and trades and all this other stuff that had happened while I was away that it took me uh, two or three days just to catch up on Stamps News, let alone anything else that happened in the rest of the world. Okay, be honest. The ladies must have loved the beard, right? (laughs) <laughs> the, the internet loved the beard more than the ladies did um i think uh the uh the women in the house of course uh, as a happily married man myself i wasn't necessarily caring what they thought of my appearance um but uh the house certainly skewed younger and uh, the younger lady liked uh, an, a more uh, a less mature chief if you will all right, we could talk all day about the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, this has been fun. It's great to get to know you. Uh, again, maybe give your own podcast a little bit of a plug here. 
Yeah, I encourage everybody to check us out. We're on all your favorite podcast uh, hosting hosting sites, uh, whether it be on Android or on iTunes. You can look, just search for Horseman Radio, and that's uh, Horsemen, plural, um, M-E-N. Uh, Horseman Radio is where you can find us on all those things. And if you want to talk about the team online, of course, you can always check out the forum at cflhorseman.ca. That podcast is going to be right up there with the Calgary Stampeder podcast. Uh, Ryan, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Hey, anytime, man. Pleasure to be here. Well, Ryan didn't last as long as the Stampeders in a playoff run on Big Brother, I well, guess. Uh, didn't even make it to the postseason. As on he the said, show. you know, he's a, he's sort of a, you know a big scruffy redhead with the big beard, and you know the young ladies didn't really uh, want a piece of that action. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine exactly right. <laughs> you know, it, it does bring us to the topic, though, of, of crazy fans yeah. in the Canadian Football League. And I think most fans, if you've been around the game for a long time, you probably remember the flame in Saskatchewan. Yeah. Uh, that was during the 70s and during 70s, the 80s. 70s, 80s, the last time he they, they finally they shut they shut him down. Because he burned another 90s. fan. Yeah, the last time I remember seeing him was, uh, was at the Grey Cup mm-hmm. here between uh, Edmonton and... Uh, Oh boy, was that Winnipeg the the ninety ninety three yeah. Great Cup? But, but he was a fun act though. He, he, was, he a, was, you know, and and he was he was certainly institutionalized when it came to the Canadian Football League. I, I do believe he made a request to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders to do the last game at the old Mosaic Stadium. He got shut down again. Yeah, you just could have burned the old place down and saved the demolition cost. <laughs> Fifteen feet of flame shooting out of your head unregulated. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, you remember a fan in Vancouver because yeah. you grew up in Vancouver. Yeah, I grew up in Vancouver, and there was this uh, nut bar. He had his BC Lions jersey and this drum, and he'd be going around and ah, beating on the drum and all that. And it was, you know, crazy George. And I thought, wow, this guy's taking his football a little bit too seriously. But then I got a little bit older, and I realized that he was a paid cheerleader. And not yes. just sort of an That's actual not being loose a real fan fit. in my books. No, if you're getting a paycheck for, you got to be buying, you know, buying the tickets and buying your own beer to be a fan. You can't be getting paid by the team. Uh, you know, like the Stamps have a lot of real good vocal they fans, do. and you know, I tell you, like being down on the sidelines. You recognize a lot of the same faces year after year with the the season ticket holders. I've been fortunate enough to be part of the Calgary Grey Cup committee, and yeah. those are true fans because they pay their own way to go to the Grey Cup. They pay their way to represent the football club, buy the to represent mix. the city. Uh, they don't buy the pancake mix. They get the pancake mix they, free. They, they, they do get that donated by Ooh, the city of Calgary more. and the Calgary Stampede. But, you know, again, they're all on their own ticket. They're not like the spirit of Edmonton where, you know, that's a for-profit organization, you know, in Edmonton. So I think those... Those are true fans as well because, you know, they really care about the football yeah. club. And I, I remember and a guy... And they keep that whole 1948 thing alive. Well, that's... And, and hey, 1948, yeah. isn't that where it all started? That's where it all started. Right? Exactly right. And, and I do remember another uh, big Calgary Flames fan uh, because he became a Stampeder fan as well. He used to be the trumpet player for the Calgary Flames. Grant Painter, remember yeah. him? Oh, I remember Grant. Yeah, he was a bad trumpet player. Yeah. But he, he, carried, <laughs> he carried that over, you know, to the Calgary Stampeders as well. And he always had the big Stampeder flag going back and forth after every touchdown. I think he also did some charity work with, as the lawnmower man, so he was. Yeah. Uh, he comes to mind uh, for me as well. Yeah, and uh, again, there's uh, you know the, there's the guy with the big huge flag who sits on the uh, the east side after the Stampeder touchdowns. Out comes you know the the big flag on the pole, waving that around. There's uh, there's some good folk here. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about that. You know, Ryan also talked a little bit about tailgating, how they they bring the the RV around, and of course, you know they they just talk to Stampeder fans in the parking lot. You know, a few years ago, you and I have talked about this before. 
Yeah. You know, tailgating sort of got to kiboshed a little bit at McMahon Stadium. Thank we're not you, Calgary lay, Police Service. Yeah, we're not going to lay total blame here, but thank you, Calgary Police Service. But cal- tailgating is coming back, and, and I think that's so important. Yeah, when the, there was an ownership change with the Stampeders, and they realized just how important, just to the whole fabric of of the event. I mean, because, again, it's, uh, you know, at, at the core of the whole thing is is the game and the team. But for so many people, you know, it's it's the ritual, you know, the, the event, uh, the, the socialization. And tailgating is a, a vital part of that. I mean, and you and I, uh, you know, we're out there, you know, we see the same parties, you know, week in and week out. These people are set up hours before the game, you know, rain or, rain or shine. Well, that does it for Calgary Stampeder Podcast, episode number two. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, if you like the show, please take a few minutes to rate it and please leave a comment. If you really like the show, tell a friend because that would certainly help us. Uh, we have a new show and a new topic every single week. Next week, hey, we missed, we just may tell some legendary tales from the dressing room with Scott Coe. Of course, you can find us at your favorite podcast locations, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and our website as well. Global News Radio, 770 CHQR.